Well, we'll go. We, we'll go to Olga's Cantina so we can get you some Nub Nub. Okay. And welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm Annie Clark, and I'll be your host tonight. With me from our roving band of colorful commentators, we have from Houston, Jeff Williams. Hello, Jeff. Hello, Annie. Flash photography, I wouldn't. That alters the homing signal, and that's not good. I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) How are you? Good. I mean, I will go on. I don't know what that means, but everybody keeps saying it. We can. We can. All right, and also here is Tim Schweska. Hello, Tim. Hello. Uh, Just to let you know, Disney did raise prices, but don't worry. Air is still available at a small purchase of $4.99 per ounce. (laughs) (laughs) If only they could. Oh, give give them time. If they could, uh, if they could charge for bathrooms, have like upcharge bathrooms or oh, something. Oh God, don't give my idea. I don't need. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, you're gonna get those magic band uh, passes on. The... <laughs> It'll start showing up on surveys. Like, would you oh, consider paying to use premium restrooms? The bathroom. You'll get the bathroom package. The people like. <laughs> I didn't use all my bathroom credits. I gotta use them all up. Go during. <laughs> During free bathroom promotion. You wake up 180 days out of vacation just so you can get on there and make premium locations. It's gonna be called Piss Pass. <laughs> oh, good lord. <laughs> well, that's the best idea that anyone's ever had on this show. I can tell you that. Amen. Well, anyway, so before we get into the main topic, we should probably address the fact that Illuminations is now behind us. <laughs> the, you speak for you sigh for the for the people. I I do, and it, the, the the amount of hatred I've seen on some of the some of the groups. I just oh, with the past it's time. It's you know as as I as I refer to it. I mean, and then all of a sudden it launched into uh, like everybody ragging on a bunch of other things that Disney had that they didn't like and. I couldn't help it. Good old cynical Tim. Why don't we just rename the thread? Let's just dump all over things that other people love. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> and sucks that people do that. It's you know, look, I, I get it. Okay, if it's oh, it's past its time, it's overrated. You know what? There are some people who have sentimental attachments to things. I I myself didn't didn't particularly get or enjoy wishes, but other people did. I didn't, if somebody, oh, I love wishes. I didn't look at them and go, oh, wow, you're pretty stupid. Why'd you like that? You know, <laughs> or someone who likes right. the small world. Oh, why do you like that? What are you, a gomer? You know, are you slow? I mean, uh, like, how about, how about just let it, how about let somebody just enjoy things? You joyless jerks, you know, <laughs> just because you don't enjoy it doesn't mean someone else doesn't. I mean, you know, obviously people enjoy you, but sometimes I guess not everybody does enjoy you. <laughs> we are. So, sorry, that's that's uh, a little bit of a Grandpa Simpson rant kind of saved up on that because it's valid. Uh, it's valid. 
yeah, that's definitely, it sucks that people do that. But, um, I don't know. Did you guys watch the stream of the last show? I did not. I did see the big last, like, explosion thing, though. No, I missed it. No, I, do you I, know what I'm talking about when I say the explosion thing? Like, whatever the thing is at the end, the burn off. That's yeah, yeah. What it's called, right? No, no, I saw a picture of it. Somebody got some that awesome crazy. pictures. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that. Well, it's been a while at least since I've seen the burn off of this. Well, anyway, um, so then tonight is the the first Epcot Forever, correct? So by the time anyone hears this, it'll be true know, in the past. It'll be old news. Something new Everybody to complain about. We've been arguing about, about it for seventy-two <laughs> hours on Twitter, but <laughs> right. I didn't hear. I hope uh, it's great and everyone loves it. How about that? There you go. I didn't realize. So I was listening to Lynn Testa's, uh, you know, Disney Dish podcast, and they were saying that it was only supposed to be scheduled for six months. Uh, I I thought it was a year. That's what I thought. But now they're like, nope, definitely going to be a year. I'm like, okay. Well, I thought it was going to be a year anyway, but. I'm going to jump out and say it right now. I'm going to go ahead and hate this show before it was cool. So we're going to go ahead and get right out in front of this. You're such a hipster you know griper. Exactly. You know what? Eat it. You know, all the other, you know, bloggers and podcasters. And I, I hated it first right here. <laughs> there you go. Hashtag first right here. Uh, it's uh, all, all joking aside, though. The one thing I will have to say about illuminations is I was very privileged uh, earlier this May to be able to watch what was my final performance uh, of Illuminations with Jeff, Stephen, uh, his girlfriend Jillian, Dave, Joe, and uh, Dave's friend Dan. And <clears throat> that was really something else, to be able to sit there and watch it with a group of people I've come together with and kind of shared my love of Disney, shared my love of Florida, and just my, my nerdery. Uh, Jeff especially indo- uh, kind of uh, indulges my nerdery the oh, way we go back and forth sometimes. And it is really appreciated to be able to find kind of a, a common bond with, you know, people like yourselves. And it was, to me, there was no better way to send it out. Yeah, it was, it was pretty Aww. amazing. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was amazing. Also, it was a special night because there was storms rolling in, so it got some weird delay. So we had lightning in the background, and they went ahead and started it because we found out from Dan he's a uh, he's been a cast member at Disney for a while. But he uh, he's it makes sense like once they load him up, they're going to launch him. I mean, there's no backing out of that deal. So everybody just kind of stuck around until it was time to launch that stuff. Nice. Last time I was in Epcot, I instead of going to Illuminations, I went into Captain EO. <laughs> see and that's the thing like yeah my my wife yeah <laughs> yeah my, my wife loves captain eo i wasn't a fan but when it came back she was so excited to go see it again because yeah. she had memories of seeing it when she was a kid so i had a great time going in there i mean again see it's just because you can't enjoy it doesn't mean you can't enjoy <laughs> right, it someone right. else's eyes you know Right. This, it's called not being Epcot a jerk. Is, Try it. You know. This is making me excited for <laughs> Epcot Forever. I'm like, is Captain EO gonna make it in there? I wonder. Oh, interesting. Is Michael Jackson too provocative now. Right. No, I hope he makes it in there. He's a part of Epcot. Darn oh, it. Right. As long as the Dreamfinder's in, I'm okay. Yes. The Dreamfinder. I, I hope it'll be good. Must be in. 
I, I assume they're trying to please the fans with this show, so hopefully it will do just that. I won't be pleased until Horizons comes back. <laughs> except for Tim. Please, everyone, <laughs> except for Tim. <laughs> I want Horizons back. Bring me back Eastern Airlines. Bring me back all the rise of the past. I want 1982 Epcot. Also the prices. You can't have it. <laughs> well, you really can't have that. <laughs> All right, well, does anybody have anything they want to talk about before we get to the main topic? Uh, I would say maybe a word from our sponsors. <gasps> what sponsors is that? Oh, uh, well, I mean, they would be the uh, silky smooth sounds of Pat Gennetti, uh waxing poetic about uh, the wonderful beverages that is, uh, the wonderful beverage that is Joffrey's Coffee. Mm, Joffrey's. And- and of course, uh, DVC Resale, which is the premier resale uh, DVC resale site out there. So. Bingo! You just Our said amazing it. Amazing sponsors. We thank you. We salute you. We bow to you. Yeah, I have to say, I, I, you know, Sky, the Skyliner looks cool and all, but I I'm dying to really try that toffee uh, drink. Oh my gosh, that sounds oh, so good. Yeah. I am hitting that up. Uh, immediately when i get there in december i cannot wait to try that so good i can't remember the last time i had something with toffee and just like toffee alone sounds so good yes oh my gosh Mm. i want to eat it on the skyliner drink it i guess (laughs) whatever put it in my mouth uh... on the skyliner (laughs) Uh, my wife i will be writing those alone because my wife uh is not going to be writing the skyliner Oh, is it I, a height I thing? better now that I know about the safety box. <laughs> oh yeah, <thing. laughs> it makes me feel a little yeah. bit better. It has a little pad of paper so I can write a note to the people outside saying, "Please get me out of here." <laughs> I'm she is. Uh, out. <laughs> she is not too keen on being trapped inside of, uh, <clears throat> as she called it, the sky coffin. Uh, <laughs> yes. No, I'm. I'm with uh, her on that. Hovering I over don't... water. <laughs> I, I'm. I've made peace with the heights and everything. It's the being trapped in a box part that I don't love. But I like the safety box. I don't know. I'll it's take a short ride over, first. It's it's the whole thing over <laughs> water is what gets me. Is uh, I mean, uh, the one thing I was always told when I was uh, living in Florida for a time was if there is a puddle over two inches deep, just assume there's a gator in it. Uh, <laughs> and... Well, we all know there's gators on Disney property because we've seen. Do you like that forty-seven meters down movie? (laughs) Except with uh, alligators in a gondola. Yeah, I'm just. I I am. Uh, I think he cut out. Come back to us, Tim. He's out there in space all by himself. I think a gator got him. We need him. We need him for this. I escaped the gators, okay. All right, he got okay, he got okay. back. Wow, that was scary. You're dead. <laughs> Skyliner got me on the on the podcast. <laughs> anyway, I, the first I, casualty. Right. All right. Well, should we get on to the the main what? topic? Yeah. All right. Well, Tim, you went on an adventure by Disney. Yes, yes, uh, yes, we did. It was quite, uh, 
quite adventurous, I guess I would say. <laughs> okay, so you did the Disneyland Resort and Southern California Escape, correct? Yes, we did. Uh, okay. It was amazing. It uh, We arrived on a Sunday, and the tour continued through uh, Friday, the following Friday morning. And it was jam-packed. Jam the one thing I will say is... Uh, for those who really like uh, the touring plans where it is go, 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 uh, it is definitely that. You do get your free time, but there are some days where you are like you are on your feet and moving morning, noon, and night. Uh, at one point, we actually had to wake up and meet for breakfast at 5.30 in the morning. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> After That's ending... About eight thirty, nine o'clock. So, Dang. me, I it doesn't bother me because I'm clinically insane and I don't need sleep anyway. Uh, <laughs> but to some of the others, uh, they were aggravated. But uh, it's uh, uh, in essence, honestly, the one thing I have to say is uh, Adventures by Disney definitely brings out uh, the gold standard of. Uh, the the two guides that we uh, that we had on the tour, uh, Trevor and Sammy, uh, were both uh, Disney Park veterans. They had both worked uh, Disneyland Resort in the past, uh, and just the uh, the level of service and the attention to detail, and the way uh, just the way you are taken care of step by step by step on on these, on this tour is amazing. Uh, it, uh, it was one of those, we, we, we were going to try out one adventures by Disney to see if we liked it. And by the end of the trip, we were starting to look at some of the others to see which other ones we'd like to do. Awesome. That's really good to hear. It's, uh, the one thing I'll say, I mean, they are, they are pricey, but walking away from it, I would, I'd pay it again in a heartbeat. Not a problem. That's what I was going to say. For that high price, I feel like I wouldn't be upset about having my days be really busy. Yeah. Considering, I, you know. Yes, I, I completely agree. Uh, and that's and that's exactly what, what I was kind of, you know, looking for is let's let's see. Let's see if you get the bang for the buck. And right. Because it includes all your admissions to everything, right? It does. Yes, it does. Yeah. There's no yeah, like uh, hidden gotcha. <laughs> no, no one in there. Uh, the, the, the VIP experience. The uh, the gratuity is covered for everyone included, with the exception, of course, of your tour guides. Uh, you know, they they always suggest uh, something for the tour guides, which honestly, I was happy to pay the suggested amount and above because they were fantastic. They really were. It was. It, it was it was you. It it turned into people wanting to give them something, because they were fantastic. Uh, they they became uh, you. You didn't feel like they were employees. You didn't feel like they were, uh, you know, tour guides. You 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 sat and joked around with them at dinner. You joked around with them through uh, through the parks uh, on the rides. It was a wonderful experience. It really was. That's so cool. You're selling me on this. <laughs> uh, Sounds really cool. One one thing I will say, Hollywood is filthy. <clears throat> <laughs> like Hollywood morally is, 
or hygienically? All the above. <laughs> I, I feel like you could go through that town with a pressure washer and you still couldn't get it clean. <laughs> I, I have never seen. There's history some, in that dirt. Yeah, some, I've never seen someone make a black sidewalk look dirty, but Hollywood accomplished it. <laughs> the Walk of Fame looked like you could. Uh, Mr. Clean has no hope getting that clean. Uh, oh gosh, that's really funny. <laughs> one thing that was kind of neat is uh, the hotel that you stay in. You stay in the Lowe's Hollywood Hotel the first couple of nights. Uh, and it is actually attached to the Dolby Theater where they hold the Oscars. Um, nice. And the area, the stairs, they go up for the red carpet. It's funny how, again, I mean, you know, it, it proves how, you know, you can work movie magic any way you want. The Dolby Theater is in the middle of an open-air mall. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they take down all the signs, and they run black drapes through the side, uh, up the sides, and they run a red carpet down. Uh, I mean, so it's, it's, it's funny to think. It's right there in the middle. I mean, so it's uh, the wife and I were just cracking up thinking, you know, oh, here goes Martin Scorsese. There he goes walking past the Build-A-Bear factory. Oh, <laughs> walking past Hot Topic, you know. <laughs> <laughs> nice that's great that's cool that you get to stay like down in the heart of hollywood it is uh the one thing i'll say Grauman's chinese was amazing uh they did they actually took it uh they take you on a tour of Grauman's chinese do they uh, have the <laughs> searchers on a pre-show at all there or? they uh they they did not i was uh because well, as soon as Somebody, you know, somebody makes the comment of, you know, oh, it's, you know, so you all know what this is. And about, you could tell who the, the Florida people were. They spoke up and the great movie ride. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And of course, the West Coasters are just kind of, huh, 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 huh. <laughs> So it was, uh, <clears throat> it was amusing. Uh, it's uh, the, just uh, the, the tours they take you on, they, <clears throat> Uh, the, the tour of the Walt Disney Studios, uh, the tour of Imagineering. Disney Imagineering was amazing. Uh, to be able to talk to several Imagineers, they take you into <clears throat> what is known as the pilot room. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. They take you into a room that is uh, three-dimensional that is known as a pilot room. And it's there. it's nothing but white screens. And there is a bowler hat in the middle, which my wife, as clever as she is, asked if its name was Doris. <laughs> <laughs> which the Imagineer gave her, a, uh, which uh, the, one of the tour guides gave her a special pin for it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like, beautiful reference. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> and then a bunch of us got into how Meet the Robinsons is an underrated movie. So. But True. we... Uh, it's all it's, right. <laughs> don't lie jeff i know your opinion on this one. <laughs> uh, but you actually they give you these special 3d glasses and they show you how they like how they actually plan out rides and how they look at rides and how they uh well how they imagine rides and they take you it's it's a room where you put this bowler hat on and which has sensors on it and you put these 3d glasses on 
and you are literally transported right into the park. Wow. And you, you walk, you walk around this room and it's, you're walking through and it's so realistic. Half of the people, they were stepping over gates to make sure they weren't stepping on flower beds and everything else. Uh, cause they gave everyone a chance to, to put the hat on and they showed exactly how like they can look at sight lines for rides to make sure the theming is correct. Uh, cause they, they said that they were actually went through and they did the, uh, the cars ride and they were, they saw a certain point where you saw the Hollywood tower hotel and it was messing with the sight line, messing with the theming. So Disney literally did move a mountain <laughs> in the ride <laughs> nice. to make sure that while you were on the ride, you were not disrupted by seeing the, uh, by seeing the Hollywood tower hotel and it taking you out of the, the desert. That's it's, uh, the stuff. That's the, the Disney stuff right there. Oh, the stuff we like. <laughs> uh, definitely a hit right in the childhood when they took you, uh, when they took us to Jim Henson Studios. Wow. Oh, nice. Um, it is, it's actually a closed studio. It is not open to tours. And we were able to meet one of the Henson puppeteers. Uh, we were actually able to, uh, hold Kermit we were actually able to hold one of Jim Henson's Emmys uh, what this is crazy <laughs> yeah it's they uh, quite honestly they <laughs> they, they like pretty much let you stuff up like, oh no I'll, I'll be I'll really be sending weird. Jeff pictures so he can post them when we release the show nice so um but they they do this and then also when you go to the Walt Disney Studios <clears throat> they take you into the Disney archives so you get to go into the building, you know, you, you go, you actually go into the building where you see, uh, the seven dwarves holding up the, uh, you know, holding up the pillars uh -huh. and in that, in that plaza. And when we walked in last time, it was, uh, they, they do different theming in the archives. This time they were doing theming of old adventure land, but oh. they also had oh, some, this yes. is the best thing you could get. That's oh, so it's, cool. and they also had some of the stuff from the old adventurers club up. Which, oh, I, I immediately walked in, saw it, and just, I couldn't help it. I, I let out a congaloosh, and <laughs> one, the receptionist looks at me, and she's like, God, I miss the Adventurers Club. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they actually allow you to hold one of, uh, one of Walt Disney's Oscars. Dang. Uh, this they, is they let you hold. It's, it's, it's actually, we were pretty blown away. Uh, but they, it's... It's for one of his best documentaries, and of course, is it heavy? I start geeking. It is. <laughs> I I start geeking out because I think they're talking about Seal Island, which like ties to the true life adventures and just sets off all sorts of nerdery stuff in my brain. But it wasn't that. But I, it was the calm down, calm down. It's not Seal Island. <laughs> okay, but I just don't want you to drop the Oscar or well mess yourself. <laughs> Just screaming but, tungaloosh while you're seizing on the ground. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was uh, it it was definitely an experience. Uh, they took you into some of the old uh, ink and paint areas, <clears throat> and I don't know if any of you have ever videos uh, uh, video they did with uh, that was taking a tour through the studios, and it was also tied into uh, the cartoon. Losing again. Lost you, Tim. 
We lost him again. Are you here? You got me? Oh, yeah, oh, we, we got you now. Sorry. You're back. Okay. Uh, well, they, they take you into a room, and I don't know if you're familiar with the, um, the, film, the uh, documentary Behind the Walt Disney Studios. It is tied into the cartoon The Reluctant Dragon, and it is a room where they make all the clay sculptures so they can be able to then draw three-dimensional characters from them. They take you into that room, and you see just scores and scores of these clay sculptures of of the uh, pardon me of the haunted mansion you see clay sculptures of the hitchhiking ghosts you see sculptures of the like all the characters you see uh, the jungle cruise boats you see the haunted mansion doom buggies you you basically see this entire room of history crazy that's i mean I can't oh, get over all this stuff you oh. did in like the span of <laughs> several days. Well, what's funny is this: uh, the Jim Henson and the, the Disney Studios. This is all in one day. They—they <clears throat> uh, uh, they also definitely hit everyone right in the feels, and they took us to uh, Griffith Park. Oh my gosh! <clears throat> and uh. That is where one of only three remaining benches that are preserved that Walt used to sit on uh, where he dreamed up Disneyland. So one of the benches uh, is still at Griffith Park. The other bench is the one of the other benches is at Disneyland on Main Street. And the other one is in the Walt Disney Family Museum in San Francisco. Uh, A trip to Griffith Park also includes a ride on the carousel and they really hit it, uh, hit a lot of people in the fields. <laughs> uh, they have a special, uh, they, they actually have a, they still have one of the old Wurlitzers where it's, <clears throat> it's still the, uh, the paper, uh, it's, uh, the paper feed mm-hmm. where it feeds in and plays the calliope. Right, right. So very, very, uh, and still, still original parts. They've, uh, they've actually gone in and restored it several times over. Um, uh, they actually have a, uh, a Mary Poppins feed, which was played. Oh, that's so cool. It, uh, so, yeah, there I'm are a lot of people. at that point. <laughs> oh, Everyone the... just crying together in a circle. Oh, yeah. They, it was funny. There were, there, were not many, there were not many dry eyes. <clears throat> uh, they, they actually took you, uh, they, they took you by, of course, the, the iconic sign of uh, Mickey Lane and Dopey Drive. That you always see at the Walt Disney are Studio. You, are you with? Like, how many people are in your little group? Our, or whatever? We did the adults only tour, uh, and there were twenty-two people. Okay. So really, it was a nice, intimate group. We got to know everybody. Uh, one thing that was very nice is there were there were no demanding or entitled people on the trip. Everyone was there to have a great time. Everyone was very, very low key. <clears throat> I'm sorry, pardon That's me. That's awesome. Like, you got good guides, a good group. Oh, yeah. It, honestly, nice. we got extremely lucky. And it did not rain one drop. Nice. Um, they, <clears throat> uh, the one thing I'll say is that day where they take you to uh, Griffith Park, they take you to Tam O'Shantner's. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the uh, restaurant where. Yes. Walt like to eat, right? 
Yes. Uh, before the commissary was built, that's where a lot of them would always go every day for lunch. Uh, I, of course, had to order uh, his favorite, the, uh, the prime rib and the Yorkshire pudding. How was it? It was amazing. Um, <laughs> we're, we're already trying to plan another trip to go out to California. And we just want to go back just so we can eat at Tam O'Shanders as well. It was fantastic. That's uh, awesome. It was really neat because you can honestly see where a little bit of the inspiration from uh, Epcot came from as far as the UK pavilion. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you, you know, it's like the little gardens, the little, uh, the little courtyards. You, uh, you see a lot of it in Tam O'Shanders. That's so neat. Uh, it's, um, it's definitely, uh, it's, it's, it's definitely an intensive trip. Uh, you are, you are busy, you are active. You better make sure that you are, you know, you've got a good pair of walking shoes. Uh, we were averaging about 25,000 to 30,000 steps a day. Wow. Uh, <clears throat> which, I mean, honestly didn't bother me. My, my dumb rear end was still waking up at like four thirty in the morning and going to train before I was doing things. <laughs> but also it's because my Disney side love this trip, but also my, you know, my, my primate side also, we were, we were right near Venice beach golds gym. Oh, had, right. <laughs> had, had to kind of go pay my respects. So had to kind of go and, uh, had uh, had my fun there, but it was uh, <laughs> it was really neat to be able to see a lot of uh, just you know getting back to the Disney you know the Disney side. It was really neat to be able to see a lot of just the dang it, it's gone <laughs> again. When he went yeah. to Venice Beach, I wonder if he talked like I got <laughs> to pump you up. <laughs> I, I, I definitely didn't. I had to go. It was, uh, it was actually right after Franco Colombo had passed away. Oh, wow. And, uh, it was pretty neat because there was actually a lot of people leaving, uh, like little, there was like a little makeshift memorial out front of people leaving things, uh, you know, kind of in memory of him and tribute of him. And especially being kind of a, a shorter guy who always had to face that uphill battle. Franco Colombo was kind of one of those guys where you saw him and it was a, wow, check him out. He's, he's not the tallest guy in the world. Look what he's doing. So, you know, <clears throat> had to, had to at least go kind of pay my respects. So, but back to, uh, back to the Disney stuff. My apologies. <laughs> <laughs> um, this, uh, the one thing I will say is it culminates in a, uh, an amazing, first day at disney uh, at disneyland which That's a, so wait how many days have gone by uh well well we did uh the, the first day was uh was it was a tour of hollywood uh where we did tam o'shantner's where we did uh grauman's chinese and we did uh the griffith park carousel okay the second day was the very very intensive uh it was the Disney Studios, uh, Jim Henson Studios, and uh, Imagineering. Which okay. the uh, the third day uh, we 
started out in Disneyland. And it was, we, that was the very, very early day where we woke up and we had breakfast. Do you change we were, hotels? Yes, we do. Yeah, sorry. We went from the Lowe's Hollywood Hotel. Sunday, uh, Sunday and Monday night, we were in the Lowe's Hollywood Hotel. Uh-huh. Uh, Tuesday, you move from Lowe's Hollywood to the Grand Californian. Oh, nice. And the Grand Californian is amazing. Oh, my God. I love the Grand Californian. Uh, it's, to me, it's the Wilderness Lodge on steroids. It really yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, if I were, like, super rich, I would definitely stay there when I went to Disneyland. It's, um, <laughs> it was really incredible. The... the I, I laugh about the one the one thing I always laughed about is they oh oh yeah your own private entrance it really is you are you're you're five minutes away from California Adventure that's crazy uh, and you're ten minutes away from Disneyland uh, how was your view you oh the view the view uh, the view is amazing we had a great view of the pool nice um. The just it, the one thing I found is it was it was packed and it was so quiet. It was almost the exact opposite of the Wilderness Lodge. When when the Wilderness Lodge is packed, you hear it. That uh, that lobby, I love the lobby, of the Wilderness Lodge in in Florida, but it mm-hmm. is it's just so loud. It's it's just always so loud, and the Grand Californian was just quiet. Interesting. It was it was just very very quiet, serene. Uh, it uh, it it was funny. It it had the look of the Wilderness Lodge, but it had the very comforting feel of the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yeah, so good it was uh, kind of a kind of a hybrid, which I enjoyed because I love both the Wilderness Lodge and I dearly love the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, the Grand Californian, it has all these little gardens, too. Like, you just, like, pop out of a door and, like, oh, this is a cool little garden with, you know, seating area and everything. And, you know, can't go wrong with that, so. No, it's it's a great place to explore. And it's funny because it doesn't look like it's that big. And then when you start walking around the property, it's it's huge. Yeah. Uh, we were lucky. We stayed right in the main, uh, in the main Great Hall. So it was... It wasn't. We had to walk all the way back from one of the uh, from one of the out, uh, outer lodges. We were right there where it was just got out of the room, right down the elevator, right out the door into the park. So that's one thing that I'll fully admit that uh, Disneyland spoils you on. If you want to go, I mean, if it's you know maybe if you have a reservation at 8 p.m. for Napa Rose and it's 5:30, you know. You know what? Let's let's pop over to the parks and get a few rides and come on back, get cleaned up, and go to dinner. Yeah, that's so nice. Like that's yeah. that's why I like staying at Boardwalk, and it's not even that yeah. close. It's uh, <laughs> I can't yeah. Even imagine it being like right there. It would. That's and that's one that's like, man, this is really gonna spoil me, because it's yeah, a oh okay. To Disneyland you know, on that one. It's a. <laughs> it's a well. Uh, it's five thirty, and we've got dinner reservations at eight. Well, where are you? Well, we're at Caribbean Beach, and our reservations are at the Animal Kingdom. Well, we better start hopping on the buses now so we can get there in time. For real. And still, good luck with that. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, that's one thing that I'll definitely say spoiled me. Uh, 
I like I definitely like Disney Springs way better than downtown Disney Disneyland. I will say that much. Uh, but to me, the uh, the proximity. The proximity of the ice cream, the proximity of the the hamburgers, mines. the proximity of the parks. Oh, okay. Oh. The proximity of the park. I just I love being so close to uh, to the parks like that. Uh, but our the one thing I liked our first day in Disneyland, they woke us up extremely early, and everyone was kind of grumbling a little bit, but. We got to be the absolute first people into the parks, yeah, nice. into uh, into Disneyland, and we were able to walk around. Uh, there was, I mean, cast members weren't even out at that point. Yeah, I'd get up pretty early for that. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> it was amazing. They uh, they took pictures uh, for all of us. We were able to take pictures in front of the castle with no one around, nobody walking into it. You know, no kids with Mickey bar smothered all over his face or, you know, <laughs> no, kids. no Brazilian tour group walking right in front of your photo or with a, you know, with a flag and 40 people with backpacks piling them in the middle of, you know, a thoroughfare. What do they think they're on vacation or something? <laughs> no stupid celebrities hey. getting in your way. Yes, exactly. Yeah, didn't you know? Didn't have you. to deal. Yeah, didn't have to deal with any preachy Canadians. You know, <laughs> the worst. <laughs> but it where, it, where was, uh, it was <laughs> it was really really amazing to just be able to be just be in that park where no one is around. You just hear like the music isn't even on yet. It's it's just silent and all you know. It's at least what popped up into my head was. They talked about how Walt would get to the parks early and he would sometimes take the trolley out and drive it or sometimes he would take the fire truck out and drive it. And they said, you know, Disneyland was kind of his toy. Walt was playing with his toy. So, I mean, just being able to be in that park where you heard, you know, you didn't hear any sounds, you didn't see any hustle and bustle, just being able to see the park for just the pristine, pure thing that it, that it was was just really amazing uh, it sounds that, like a like very walt centric kind of like walt lovers thing oh it's like a walt lover would be super into this whole deal well um and that uh it culminates in later on that day uh they take you over to the firehouse and you split off into two groups and one group has a little bit of free time around Main Street. They blindfold you. <laughs> the other group goes <laughs> up to uh, up to Walt's apartment. So uh, cool. And they they take you on a tour of Walt's apartment. Uh, that uh, that was pretty neat. That was amazing to be able to uh, listen to the stories of the cast you know, the cast member telling. The stories that he heard from past celebrities who had been there, who had been in that apartment with Walt, uh, and talking about how they, <clears throat> just that he was always a man of very pedestrian taste, that he would 
they still had like the little sandwich press where he could make the cheese sandwiches. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they had like, they'd always stock it with his chili and beans and the crackers. I mean, they, he loved, uh, they talked about how, uh, he had a fresh orange juicer, this, uh, this, uh, this automatic juicer that he would, uh, that, he, that he, they gave it to him so he could use because he loved fresh orange juice, but that there was a, stri- there was a store on Main Street that had a huge uh, industrial juicer that you had to reach up and like pull this huge lever and pull it down. And they said Walt, because he had keys, of course, to the entire park, they said that they would see Walt sneaking out in the middle of the night to go over because he wanted to play with the huge industrial juicer. So he'd go out at like four <laughs> o'clock in the morning and he'd go over there and make the juice <laughs> and he wouldn't use. So they, they finally, they finally just took the juicer away because he wouldn't use that. He kept on going down the street and using the huge industrial juicer that was on main street USA. <laughs> <laughs> well, can you blame him? No, I mean, and, and that's the thing, like they said, it's like Walt was always a big kid, always loved playing with toys and was always fascinated with, you know, mechanics. And they, uh, that's that's something that was uh that was really pretty neat um it's uh and also the one thing i will say uh kind of also a a little bit of a capper after we did the uh after we did the tour of walt's apartment uh they gave us a special seating for the main street electrical parade that night so we had uh we had preferred seating for that nice and uh, you know, it's especially not being able, not having to, you know, get there and wait for hours and hours on end. It was an area that was blocked off. And it was funny to see that this area had been blocked off. No one was standing there and no one was trying to come there. And all of a sudden we arrived and we sat down. And then it was funny that you want to talk about the guides, uh, the, the adventure guides who just, they played the best defense I've ever seen anyone play. I mean, they rivaled NFL defenses on this of people trying to walk over and take our spaces. <laughs> and it was, and, and, and the one thing they did it so nice. Like, like musical chairs or. No rackets. I, I picture, uh, somebody Battles. with, yeah, with like uh, like a stick, and they were going around stick. and hitting people that tried to sit in the or chairs. Just poke, really? Oh no, they they were they were very very nice <laughs> about it. They were directing people over to other areas where they could sit, and they were telling people where there were open spaces. And it uh, it was uh, it, it was just it was funny to see that people would see that area, and they just well, we want to sit there. <laughs> it's like, um, and it was, they were trying to kind of be nice, but it's like, no, you can't. <laughs> oh, dude, they're savages I, at Disneyland. I can't believe <laughs> they're so intense, uh, trying to get their that, spot for the parades and fireworks. That, that is definitely one thing. Uh, I, the, the one thing I loved was just how many people that just, they would try to argue, uh, like they'd walk up and they would just try to crash into the area and it was and they again they were very nice about it they would hold them you know just kind of hold them back of hey we've got some other spots here we can direct you over here and i there were a couple of people that just got outright nasty with them 
Right. And so I mean, it's, it's so ridiculous when you think about it because, like, it's a parade. <laughs> right. Like, well, we're getting I, nasty I, about a parade. Yeah. And, and I, I, I couldn't help it. Uh, one of the guys, you know, one of the guys dropped a, dropped a, you know what? We paid a lot of money to be yeah. here. So I, of course, I mean, uh, Jeff, Jeff uh -oh. knows me. Uh -oh. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm that guy. What did you do? And I just let loose of it. Oh, that's right. You're part of an exclusive club called Everyone Here. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy just looked oh. and just kind of turned around and walked away. <laughs> like, yeah, you're right. Like, what, what do you think? Like, everybody's here on a coupon and you're the only one who paid full price? Like, come on, man. Uh, I'll but... tell you, I often don't get to the parades or the fireworks shows because of the crowds like i just don't want to deal with it so the preferred seating option is always like really enticing to me for that well, honestly reason. Annie, i agree i i, I completely agree <laughs> right it's um the uh and one thing that was also kind of neat is right before the performance started uh the uh, the adventure guides, uh, one of the adventure guides came walking over with a cast member, and they actually surprised everyone there with Dole Whips. Wow. So that was uh, that was really neat to be able to sit there and watch the Main Street Electrical Parade and enjoy a Dole Whip. So. Mm, Dole. <clears throat> that sounds really <laughs> good right now. And I know, well, especially I when it's that. 90 in October, for God's sakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but they... Uh, <sighs> My apologies if you hear a very, very large deer hound in the background. That is my fat mouth dog. <clears throat> so he's barking at well, nothing. Um, <clears throat> it's his favorite thing to bark at. Um, so the uh, better the, safe than sorry. <laughs> he's a very good alarm. He's he's a good, he's a great alarm. I can't I can't argue with him. So. Uh, they, uh, but they do preferred seating for you for all big, all big three shows. Uh, you get preferred seating, uh, and preferred viewing for Phantasmic. You get it for the, uh, the parade. And we also got it for Wonderful World of, Col uh, of Color. So, nice. so basically was, anything you would want it for. <laughs> it was, uh, that was, that was pretty fantastic. That was enjoyable. Uh, the one thing they also do is they drop a ton of fast passes on you every day. Nice. Uh, nice. And they they do that, but also uh, we actually got to go behind the scenes uh, of of the cars ride, and they showed uh, you know they showed everyone how uh, like uh, how it's programmed, how uh, how the software is uh, programmed in how uh, <clears throat> how they do the maintenance, everything else. They said because of the advanced ride software that is in the vehicle, because of the way it runs, every single one of those cars is worth over a million dollars. Jeez. God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they basically said all the software, everything that's written uh, written into it, every car is its own attraction. They said the way to look at it is you look at one car, that's Haunted Mansion. You look at another car, that's Indiana Jones. You look at another car, that's Small World. You look at another car, that's Tower of Terror. I mean, that's it's crazy. every ride. It's literally you its own it attraction. <laughs> oh, it's, uh, yeah, we were, the mind was kind of blown on it. So, 
Um, <clears throat> they uh, they also take you to dinner at Carthay Circle, which uh, is fantastic. I highly recommend the Manhattans there. They do uh, fantastic. Oh yes, <laughs> they they do fantastic drinks. Uh, they've got a great wine list. They have a they have a sommelier on property uh, who will Ooh, give any recommendations. Very classy. Oh, it was. I need to find out how to get that job. <laughs> <laughs> right. I. <clears throat> what sommelier? Well, I mean, well, they they brought out the sommelier, and I said, well, so um, any chance you're looking for a cicerone? <laughs> <laughs> and the sommelier looks at me goes, a cicerone. Oh I just, no. I was, oh, I went. Oh, goody. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> he didn't know who he was messing with. Oh gosh. <laughs> so what did you eat there uh i actually you had uh they uh i did the scallops, scallops. uh the right. scallops right. the scallops were uh about uh they were the size of coasters <laughs> they were huge and they served it with uh they served it with a like a fresh uh a fresh polenta they did some root vegetables with it, some fresh arugula. It was fantastic. It was paired so well. It uh, everything I saw people get. Uh, there was a a pork chop that somebody could get. The pork chop, if you hit somebody over the head with it, you would have knocked them out. <laughs> uh, everything they brought was uh, the food was top quality. There are some you you did have to pick uh, from fixed menus at certain places, but <clears throat> they always had uh, top tier dishes on the menu for you, and they also even covered uh, they even covered a, a mixed drink for you. They also even covered wine for you that final night. Of uh, pretty much uh, almost every, uh, I'd, I'd have to say seventy five percent of the meals are covered. So, and a lot of times alcohol was actually included, which really oh, surprised wow. me. Yeah. Yeah. From Disney, I mean, that yeah. very much surprises me. <laughs> I mean, uh, and as far as the beer, they even had different options, which was fantastic. I mean, it wasn't it just as, a... As much as they're cutting course. down on, on value in a lot of ways, it doesn't sound like you're missing any value at this Adventures by Disney You are thing definitely at all. Not. No. <laughs> um, like, this is jam-packed with awesomeness. Of uh, the the final uh, the final day the final morning uh, when everybody kind of parts ways, uh, you have so you uh, like the breakfast. End of camp, like you have to say goodbye to everybody, get their address, yep. so you can write them a letter. Oh yeah, we uh, well that was kind of the night before at Carthay Circle. Everybody had a good time, and uh, I really like that aspect of this too. That you're kind of with your same little group. Oh, we we had a great That's time. That's really fun. A, a bunch of us, uh, a bunch of us, ended up going to Trader Sam's uh, later that night. Nice, so, yeah, I love that. <clears throat> and uh, it was, but uh, which made breakfast a little hard in the morning because uh, <laughs> everyone had a little, little, little too much fun. Right. <clears throat> uh, but that happens in tiki bars. Uh, it was sure. uh, kind of know. a nice. <laughs> kind of a nice uh nice goodbye uh at breakfast and my wife and i we actually stayed over <clears throat> we stayed over an extra day because 
well, we had, uh, we are, we had tickets anyway for that day because the, your ticket is actually still for that day. You, so we, we stayed on an extra day and actually flew out on a Saturday. And, uh, we actually also end up closing out our trip with a, uh, a dinner in Napa Rose. Wow. Which nice. <clears throat> Napa Rose, I will say, uh, uh, you you almost have to put it up there with uh, it's definitely up there with Jico. Yeah, I was gonna it's, say uh, what what's the equivalent because uh, it's not as nice as like you know what Victorian Alberts obviously. <laughs> I would I would not I would not put it too far below Victorian Alberts. Really? Uh, yeah, you can you can actually do a five course dinner there with oh, wine pairing. I didn't realize. Yeah, uh, you can also do the chef's table there if you like. Um, it's, uh, wow. Never yeah, I would, then. I would, uh, <laughs> I would definitely put it in, uh, I'd have to put it in my top three. Wow. Snap. I'd have to go. Yeah. Victorian Alberts. Uh, <clears throat> well, top five, I should say. <laughs> Cause man, uh, Victorian Alberts, California grill, yachtsman, Chico, all phenomenal restaurants. Uh, but, uh, Napa Rose definitely is uh, worthy of mention uh, mentioning them in the same breath. Huh. So what'd you eat? <laughs> um, my wife got uh, a huge, uh, huge fillet nice. with a, uh, with a wine reduction. Uh, nice. They, I had a I, terrible steak last night. So a good steak uh, sounds really good. <laughs> uh, I did uh, the, uh, the roast. I I'd actually did uh, the roasted quail. And they bring you, uh, they bring you two roasted quails and it was, uh, what does quail taste like? Uh, I, I hate, I hate to say it. Yes. Like chicken. (laughs) Could you knock somebody out with that quail or (laughs) no, no, uh, the, the quails were, uh, kind of small, but they were also stuffed with, uh, prosciutto wrapped peaches. Wow. And came with a, uh, came with a cornbread stuffing. Uh, it was very, very good. That's, I'm very intrigued by all of that. Huh. And uh, did a uh, we did a, a, dive, a couple of diver scallops for uh, for our appetizers. I like your scallops. Oh yes, yeah. It's, <laughs> when when you can get someone to properly cook one for you, absolutely. Uh, and it's it's nice to be able to go somewhere where you know they're not going to screw it up. So right, yeah. <clears throat> and I am trying to remember actually what we did for dessert. Let me guess. It was a tiramisu, uh, a mousse, uh, something with uh, something mousse-like, chocolate Dole cake. Whip. It was chocolate cake. Um, uh, I, I believe. I believe it was kind of a. It wasn't wasn't along the lines. I mean, it was it was definitely like an espresso type of uh, dessert, but it was not a tiramisu. And cool. it was uh, that, and uh, my wife, I believe, because uh, that's what I got, and my wife got. Uh, it was a uh, fresh, a uh, couple of fresh fruit sorbets. So, nice. which were heavenly. And I did actually end it with a cup of Joffrey's coffee. Thank you very much. <laughs> perfect. I the did. The most perfect I, way to end any meal. <clears throat> yes. So <clears throat> I, I'm not even kidding when I say I do actually like Joffrey's and love Joffrey's because I am so anti-Starbucks. It's not even funny. So <laughs> I, I, and, 
anytime I buy a cup of coffee, yeah. When I when I buy a cup of coffee from Jawbreeze, I feel like I'm fighting the man. So yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm fighting. I'm fighting the evil Seattle Empire. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta support but, Tampa. That's right. <laughs> it was. Uh, I mean, honestly, from from start to finish, it was. Uh, it was an amazing, amazing journey. Uh, to be able to, just you, it was neat because you did. You took the tour through Hollywood, you took, you know, you took some of those, you know, saw some of those spots and to think about how Walt, when he first came out, you know, came out to Hollywood and you see the very beginnings of Tinseltown out there. And then you end up at, at the studios, at the, you know, at Imagineering, then at the parks. It's a, it's, it's a wonderful progression. It really is. Did you see any, it's really cool. Did you see anything in Imagineering that they told you you can't talk about? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. What was it? <laughs> I'll, wait a minute. I'll 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 I'm stop the recording and you go ahead and tell me. All right, I've, it's official. I've stopped the recording. A few moments later. <laughs> wow. Do they treat you well? I mean, it's funny they you you wear these lanyards uh, to keep part of the, so they know you're part of the group when they're letting you in on tours and sometimes you'll forget to take off your lanyard and you walk into like one of the restaurants when you're on your own time to maybe just grab a drink or something. And it's, it's all hands on deck. It's a, Oh, you're with the adventures by Disney. Oh, come on over here. Here, have a seat, have this, have this. Hey, here's my sister. You like the look of her? Want to go home? You know, I I mean, it was just, who doesn't uh, love that? uh, Yeah. I mean, and it was just like, are you kidding me? Holy crap. Did they ever, you were there, uh, Galaxy's Edge was open when you were there. Did you ever, did they ever take you there? <clears throat> Galaxy's Edge, yes, they did. And uh, I was going to say, if you want to start recording, I can also talk about that. Oh, I never stopped recording. I was kidding. <laughs> oh, well, you bastard. <laughs> <clears throat> so, sorry, you're going to have to cut out the F words. My apologies. That's <laughs> fine. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> uh, Galaxy's Galaxy's Edge was I I uh, I, I have to say that uh, aside from the theming, very underwhelming. Which I wanted to like Galaxy's Edge so bad. I mean, I I am a child of Star Wars. I mean. I mean, again, my I have a dog named Lando Calruffian. <laughs> I, I, I I went I went as all of the main characters from like from second grade all the way through fifth grade. I went as Han Solo. I went as Darth Vader. I went as Luke Skywalker. Like it was just a okay. It's another year. Who else can I go as from Star Wars? You know, right. and I went right down the line and. You know, it's uh, <clears throat> it, the Falcon. Seeing seeing the Millennium Falcon there was amazing. I, I loved being able to walk around that. When you walk in, uh, that is one thing I will say: is walking in to the Falcon. You walk in to the ride, and you're in the hallway, and then you walk into you know the cockpit, and right off the bat, the very first ride, my wife and I got to pilot the Falcon. Nice. So it's, <clears throat> it was just one of those, I mean, 
to me, it was a, a childhood dream realized. I mean, it was, a, oh, my God, I'm sitting in Han Solo's seat. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm driving, you know, I'm driving the baddest ass ship that ever. Did the uh, Kessel Run in 12 parsecs. <laughs> you're walking off of that ride and you're on such a high and uh, it once you once you start coming down off that high i hate to say it you realize you're just in nothing but a huge expensive shopping mall of uh, i'm sure it'll change once rise of the resistance opens right but like you have the falcon and then it's, hey, come in and buy this. Hey, come in and buy this. Right. Uh, the cantina. The cantina was underwhelming to me. And that's something, I, as soon as I found out they were building the Moss Eisley cantina, I, I ran around the house squealing like a little girl. I was like, oh, my God, I'm old enough to drink, and I can drink in the Moss Eisley cantina. <laughs> and I'm just yelling this at the top of my lungs with my wife looking at me going, God, I married you. What did I do to myself? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I was just so excited about this. Right. And I got there and it was a, this is just another way to, you know, put your hand in my pocket. And I mean, the fact that, and I, I saw, I've seen the videos of the lightsabers and everything. And that really looks like a very cool experience. But right. To go through all that, to have to pay two hundred bucks for every, after you're already shelling out so much, I just right. Well, it should be a cool experience whether you are paying two hundred dollars for a lightsaber or not to be in the land. You know what I mean? So they're yeah. not doing their job if it's not all altogether a well-rounded, great experience. The uh, on, honestly, the main thing I got out of uh, this the this Adventures by Disney trip was I love it. Uh, I'm definitely going to look into another one. Absolutely will. But a lot of the service that we got, that service was commonplace 10, 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. They, they made you feel special. They wanted to make you feel special. They They still lived by, you know, by Walt's way of, you know, well, why, why do you, why do you paint these things every night? Because somebody may be walking in that gate and it may be the first trip they, they're here. And I want it to look the way they've always imagined it should look. And it, uh, I mean, it, it just kind of sometimes at least, I guess, a little saddens you a little bit to see how times change. I mean, yeah, I kind of got that when you were talking about your tour guides. I kind of had that thought. Like, I remember when it seemed like all the cast members, or like a vast majority of them, were like that. Like, they were so friendly, so nice. Like, it, I just had the thought earlier when you were talking about them. So I know where you're coming from. That's. I mean, it was. Uh, you know, because of course we. You know, we started. You know, sharing a few stories with them of how. You know. You know, my first trip was in 1982 with the Florida Parks. My wife's first trip was in 1990. I mean, <clears throat> that, you know, this has definitely been kind of a, a lifelong love affair for us. And 
it's uh, you know just talking about how we've seen things change, everything else, and even like even one of the guides kind of alluded to is like, oh, so you were like you were here when it was like everyone was you know everyone was a VIP, and like, yeah, we were, <laughs> and just to see how things have sometimes kind of changed, and especially now now that you're kind of seeing where so many things are now tiered. Uh, just everything seems to be on a tier now. And mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's a, okay, as long as you pay this price, we'll go ahead and we'll treat you the way we used to. But if you're not, into the cattle car. You know, go to your value resort, go to your moderate, go to, you know, whatever. And we'll, you know what, don't worry. We'll take your money when we need to. So, And... So, I mean, there is a part of me that does kind of uh, kind of make me a little sad on it. I won't lie about that. Uh, I, don't, I don't mean to be a downer. I don't mean to, you know, disparage anything. I mean, I still obviously love the parks. I still go to the parks. But uh, it, it definitely gave you a reflection on how things have changed, and especially how things have changed in the past 20 years. So... Yeah, I'm definitely with you. But the one thing I will say on a positive note is that it's not like they're too far gone. That they couldn't turn it around and come back oh. to how it used to be. Oh, so absolutely. I always try to think about that when I'm being, you know, Debbie Downer too. So I really do hope that they bounce back. But I'm definitely with you right now. Things are not what they used to be. Well, I, I think we see that in every progression because we saw how Michael Eisner came in and he really, I mean, Michael Eisner really did save the, save the Florida Parks butts. I mean, the Florida parks were kind of almost an afterthought when he came in. They were there, but there really wasn't, you know, you didn't have, you know, the quality restaurants. You didn't have a lot of the resorts. You didn't have the options in the parks, options outside the parks, downtown Disney. He, he, brought, he brought his special vibe to it. And then you kind of saw things were kind of on the way down near the end of his tenure. And it was like, okay, maybe we need some fresh eyes in here. And then Bob Iger came along. He came along and, and gave us uh, Avatar uh, land. I'm just kidding. Yeah, he, I, I actually like Avatar, so sorry. I, I've, uh, no, I, Pandora is amazing. Are you kidding me? That's a great land. I yeah. can't stand that movie. I mean, again, as I've, as I've said many times before, okay, awesome, James Cameron, but I saw Dances with Wolves. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, I mean, the land is great. The theming is gorgeous. Uh Tiffin's is one of my favorite restaurants of all time. I know it's not in Pandora, but it's right there at the edge. Uh, uh, Saltuli Canteen is the best quick service restaurant on property. I mean, bar none. They are that is fantastic. That's yeah. That is one of the best meals and a quick service place I have ever had. Oh, for sure. Um, hey, did you get to see, mean, Did you get to eat at uh, Docking Bay Seven? No, I and, did not. Okay. It has. Uh, I've eaten there a bunch of times, but it it has a uh, Satuli Canteen vibe to it. Very similar food, very similar vibe. So it's 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 up there. Does uh, does the Florida Park have it as well? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, we'll be down there in December, so I'll have to check it out. Definitely. We're we're gonna miss the opening of Rise of the Resistance by like days. <clears throat> Dang. Very yeah. curious to see how consistently it runs. Oh, I initially 
they they were talking about they were actually talking about that when we were talking to some of the Imagineers uh, and also uh, the engineers uh, in the Cars ride, and they were talking about what a nightmare it has been. <laughs> that it's I mean, basically like four different technologies. We've been talking a lot of trash about about Hagrid's magical motorbike express bus adventure <laughs> ride. So. <laughs> It's gotta, it's gotta perform a little better, or else, or, or else, well, I guess we'll just be complaining about it no matter what. So <laughs> it doesn't matter if we're hippogriffs, <laughs> right? Or hippogriffs. We're hippogriffs. Anyway, what am I even talking about? <laughs> All right, Tim. Well, do you have any more thoughts about your adventures by Disney? Uh, honestly, you know, let's. It's already been a long story, so I'm gonna make it short and sweet. Highly recommended, great memories, um, wonderful guides. It is definitely an experience that, you know, my wife and I will carry for the rest of our lives. We wanted to do, it'll be our 15th anniversary in October, so we wanted to do a a nice, just a nice trip and a memorable trip. And with both of us being the Disney nerds we are, we thought, what better way to celebrate 15 years of us not killing each other than doing this? (laughs) <laughs> and it was uh, it was worth every every bit. Uh, it was we both had grins from ear to ear from the time we landed until the time we left. And I, I, I wouldn't trade it. I, I would not trade it for anything. Uh, if if any of you are on the fence about Adventures by Disney, go do it. It is worth every bit of. Uh, that Disney plusing has never been more prominent than it has been on this trip. They are, they're amazing. Yeah. I mean, you really, it sounds amazing. You it had really me at does. Kermit. <laughs> it's a whole Kermit I, in your arms. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, oh God. Jeff, uh, you being the Muppet fan, you are. Oh, and not to mention one thing I did forget, I'm sorry, a nice little tidbit. <clears throat> Before Jim Henson Studios was Jim Henson Studios, it was Charlie Chaplin Studios. Oh, right. Yeah. That's cool. Huh. Yeah, that's what they they filmed uh they filmed Work Life, The Great Dictator, The Little Tramp. They filmed all of it there. Huh. Wow. Mhm. I don't think I've ever heard that hashtag fun fact before. So. Well, there so, we go. Yeah. Well, Shall we wrap it up, gentlemen? I definitely think we should. I've yapped long enough. <laughs> well, thanks for telling us about it. No, that was great. That was really fun to hear. I feel like I was there with you. <laughs> All right. So if you want to follow the podcast on social media, you can find it on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes, basically anywhere at the Mickey Dudes, unless you're on Instagram, then you got to put the Mickey Dudes podcast, but it'll prompt you. You'll be okay. If you want to follow me on social media, you can find me at DJ Phobe. That's DJ P H O B. Anywhere you go, I'm there. That's my handle. All right. So Jeff, where can people find you? Um, Brain Dud ninety two on Twitter and just Brain Do B R A I N D E W on Instagram. <laughs> All right, Tim. How about you? Where can people find you? You can find me at Plain underscore Tim on Twitter. And if you want to hear me talk a lot about Disney Disney, and complain a lot about hockey, especially in the coming months, you can find me on Facebook at Tim Schweska. 
All right. Well, thanks again, Tim, for telling us about your adventures by Disney. It sounds awesome. And thanks to all the listeners for listening to the show. We hope you enjoyed listening. Have a magical day. You've just listened to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you again real soon. We'll go to Ample Hills Creamery. Not the one in the boardwalk, but that place by the airport. (laughs) 